Good character is taught and it's caught. Good character is taught and it's caught. I have not come on here in a bit and I know I promised, I think in my earlier episode that I would be sharing my journey with you about um, the full scoop of my surgery and all the things that happened to me, but I just not feeling it right now. (laughs) And I have it recorded and I will publish it. Um, I just haven't had that full piece yet of releasing my story. Um, It's raw, it's real, and it's deep. And honestly, it was really rough recording it. There was multiple times where I had to just kind of push pause and cry. (laughs) Um, Just because when you go there, right, when when you go all the way there for your listener to hear the full story, you have to, you have to go there. Right. And it was really hard. It was really hard to live, um, all of it, like all over again. And I'm in such a good space right now. And I'm in such a, gosh, I'm just feeling amazing right now. I'm feeling so good. And I'm feeling so pumped and fired up and excited to start this new fresh season of back to me, but like refined and I don't know, I think kind of better (laughs) because when you go through things, you know, like when you go through the refiner's fire, you have a choice. You can come out friggin' badass or burned up. And I decided like, I'm going to be like 2.0 Natalie, you know, (laughs) like this is the new improved and refined and more badassery. Um, so that's kind of what I feel love to share today. I'm going to share a quick story and then just kind of share um, just this fresh season that I'm in in Tennessee. Uh, we've been here for a hot minute. <laughs> it feels weird. It's like we've moved We moved to Tennessee um, like a week and a half ago, but I feel like we've been here for a month in a good way, like in a really, really good way. But I want to share something with you because I shared this story actually with my kids after this you know, kid shared with me the story. And it's been like, I don't know, I just keep thinking about it. And I'm like, you know what? I feel like my listener could really hear this story too in whatever way it may help you or just a really cool story of just making you feel really good. So we have now, like I said, we've lived here for a week and a half in Tennessee. And um, just some of the things that we, I did get asked a lot, you know, did you move to Tennessee because it's cheaper? I'm like, uh, no, we, we didn't go the cheap route here in Tennessee. Um, we got, we got a pretty kick-ass house and, uh, we definitely did not get the cheap one. So no, it wasn't, it wasn't for the money. Um, in fact, if you know a little bit more about who I am and my husband, um, we never moved for the money like ever. We left Hawaii one time we left Hawaii. We moved from Hawaii to California. We just really felt on our heart, God calling us to move to California from Hawaii. Our kids were, um, my youngest was, I believe 10 months and my oldest was a little over two. And, um, I've shared my story before that crazy story. So if you have to go back a a few podcasts, um, but I share like the miracle story of like, so grateful that we moved to California when we did, because it truly saved, yes, saved our little Gavin's life. Um, he had a massive ear infection that um, let him into the ER and it was, it was a crazy situation. And that happened two months after we had moved to California. But when we moved from California, my husband had this killer job and he was going to get like a really, really kick-ass bonus if he stayed for another year. And he was like, Hey, can we just like stay for one more year so I can get that bonus? I'm like, no, I really feel like we're supposed to leave. 
So he left the bonus on the table and it was like really, really significant. Like a lot of zeros on the end. And we moved. We just were like, no, we're going to do it. And then when we moved to California, you know, my husband decided to, you know, take this uh, startup job. So he could have landed like a way better job in the sense of making more money, um, a more established job. Um, And they offered him tons of money. He went to Harvard Business School. So having that Harvard Business School stamp, like he gets offers like crazy. But he's like, I don't want to take the one with the money. I want to take the one with the potential. So we have never moved for money. I'll just say that. We've never moved for money. And I really encourage you, my listener here, never move for money. Number two, never move for fear. So a lot of things we got asked too is, well, if you didn't move for the money, did you move because of fear? Like fear of the vaccinations and all of the craziness of California? Like, uh, no, actually. <laughs> that that kind of never really crossed our mind, actually. Um, I mean, we're grateful that our kids are not going to have to get the vaccine, if I'm being honest. I know that's controversial, but that's just me and my, that's my belief of my kids. And that's where I stand. Um, and I, and I honestly, I'm, I'm that kind of person too. I'm like, you do you. So if like, that's something that's important to you and you feel that you need to put that in your kids' bodies, do you, no judgment. But for me, I'm not. So, um, but that wasn't why we moved. We never moved for fear and we never moved for like any of that stuff. None of that stuff. We moved truly, we felt in our gut, God was calling us out of California. We didn't know why, but we knew. And we knew he was calling us Tennessee. We knew it. And so my parents moved here a few months ago and they had moved from California and they live a couple hours away from us. And that was a big reason why we chose here is because they get to be closer to their grandparents and they get to have that quality time with them. And we don't know how much time is left, right? We never know the days of our lives. And so for me, it was like, that's a decision I'll never regret. I'll never regret moving closer to family ever. So that was one of the biggest reasons why we moved here. And then the education. So those are number two things. Number one, family. Number two, the education. Williamson County here in Tennessee is known in the United States as the best, the best public school system in the United States. And I was really struggling with my kids. I've got a second grader right now that can't read. And then my oldest is insanely smart. He's like his dad. He's like a Harvard Business School in the making. And he needed to be in a place where he could thrive and be challenged. And and he wasn't. So those are the two main reasons. So that hopefully clears up a lot of the DMs that I've been getting about. Why the heck did you move? Okay. But here is the number three reason. And this is my story. The number three reason is morals, values, and good character. Just like good, wholesome people that want to do good in this world and are respectful and, and that men open up the car door and pay the bill and open up the door for ladies and just are, are respectful of women. And that was really rough. I was having a hard time raising my boys in Orange County where it's not really seen. They're seeing it with their dad, but they're not really seeing it like on the daily. And that had been on my heart for a while. And when I came here to Tennessee, no joke, like the first day I go into a grocery store and this guy like sees me walking into the store, like this older guy, he must've been like, I don't know, in his sixties. And he like rushes a little bit ahead to make sure that he opens the door for me. And then he says, have a good day, ma'am. And I'm like, what? 
<laughs> thank you so much, sir. Right? Like, how amazing. And I'm like, this, and I had a moment where I'm like, I am sure that this is the normal here, but this is not the normal where I'm from. And I want to raise my boys like that. Like, I want my boys to see that on the daily. So that was one of the number, like the number three things was family, was education, and then being surrounded by people that are just respectful and good. So I go to Best Buy. Okay. So let me just like dive right into the story here. So I go to Best Buy and I am honestly like so irritated by this point because of our appliance situation. So we ordered two refrigerators. The first one doesn't fit in. It's too small. And the second one is too big. So we have one going into our laundry room and one going into our kitchen. And I've been looking at fridges for like literally months. <laughs> I'm like so over refrigerators. So I walk in and the guy looks at my order and it was a young kid. He must have been, I don't know, 20, like maybe 19, maybe, but like definitely not more than 20. And we were, um, and he was looking at my order and stuff and he's like, okay, it looks like you got two. It's like, oh, you got the washer and dryers my mama has. And I said, oh, well, I love the washer and dryers. The washer and dryers are amazing. I said, you guys ordered me the two refrigerators and the washer and dryers. The washer and dryers are legit bomb. And he goes, yeah, actually, I, uh, he's like, my mama has those because I got them for her. And I was like, wait, what? And he goes, yeah. So, um, growing up, so I got, I got a brother that's 14 months younger than me and growing up, my mom, she was always, you know, doing our clothes and doing our, you know, doing our laundry. And she would always, she would just kind of mumble under breath every once in a while. Just, man, I wish I had a better washer and dryer for your boy's stinky clothes. (laughs) And I said, well, actually I have two boys and I understand. (laughs) And uh, he's like, yeah, you know, she just always was like, man, just someday if I, I just wish I could have better washer and dryer. So He's like, my mom was, they were remodeling their house. They were remodeling some of the, some of the rooms in the house. And it was uh, an area that they remodeled was the laundry room. And I'd asked my mom if, you know, she was finally going to replace those, you know, those washer and dryers. And she's like, you know, we just, you know, we just can't afford it. You know, we've remodeled it and we just really can't afford, you know, those new appliances, but you know, maybe someday. And he said, so I, I, I get a pretty good discount here at Best Buy. So He's like, I um, I worked overtime. I, I worked overtime. I worked some night shifts. I actually, ma'am, he looked at me. He goes, ma'am, I even worked through the holidays. He's like, just so that I could on Christmas Day buy my mom with those washer and dryers so that when she walked in on Christmas Day, she could see those washer and dryers. So she's even getting mad. He goes, she's even getting mad, you know, when I was working so much. She's like, we don't ever see you. You're working so much. You don't need to work so hard. And, you know, I, I was just... I was so excited. He's like, so he's like three of my paychecks. I pay for those washer and dryers. And the guy that was next to him goes, yeah, I even helped him um, install those washer and dryers um, on Christmas Eve in the middle of the night so that his mom could, could wake up and see. And I wanted to see her reaction. So I stayed over just so I could see her reaction. He's like, and I've never seen a lady cry. Like I've seen that his mama cry. And I was like, okay, you are incredible, first of all. Like, and I, I was crying and I, I was like wiping my tears. And I'm like, I've, we just moved here. I'm like, we just moved here like literally four days ago. This, this story, like, are you, are you from here in Tennessee? He's like, yes, ma'am. I'm like, that, like, 
you don't hear things like that where in California where I'm from. Like you hear handouts. Like kids are not all, I'm not going to label all, but a lot are these self-entitled kids, you know, like where's my iPhone? Where's my Beamer? Versus like hard work. Like you had to work hard for your mom. He's like, man, we, we work hard here. We, we, we're not, we don't get handouts. We, we like hard work. I mean, I do. Cause that means that I had to earn it. I'm like, Oh, I just felt like the angels were singing like, hallelujah. And I said, I, I have a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old and we, we raise our boys like this because me and my husband, we have everything we have because we had to work for it. No one, no one, no family member, no friend has ever given us a handout ever. We have had to work for every single thing, every single thing we have. And the one thing I told myself, the one thing I want to give my kids is that work ethic. I don't want to give them crap. I'm <laughs> like, I don't want to give them anything. Like, but I want to give them me and my husband's hard work ethic. Because if they can take that, like if you can take that kind of work ethic, you will be a champion in anything and everything in your life. Because you know that what you're going to get in this life is going to come from your hard work. Not from waiting for someone to give you something, but for you to go out and get it. Like mad props to you. So I came home and I'm like, boys, I need to tell you this story about a boy that was raised here in Tennessee. And I share with my boys, we're eating dinner and I share that I share with him the story. And my oldest, oh, you guys, this is the best. My oldest goes, mom, I want to be like that. Like that makes me want to do something like that. I'm like, right? And I said, please, please don't buy me a washer and dryer. But I was like, but the fact that I, I want you to have that kind of heart and not even for me. I was like, but for people that, that you're constantly looking out for other people. Like, how can I make a difference? How can I, how can what I do, it doesn't even have to be money. How can what I do bless somebody else today? Like, how could I be a blessing today? And if I have to go and work harder to make sure that that person is fed or to make sure that that well is built, that we build, we build clean water wells, then I'm going to do it. And, and I was telling my boys, I'm like, that's the kind of, that's the kind of heart I want you guys to have. And I, and I said, I, I'm teaching you that, but man, if you could catch that, like if you could catch that here, that, that kind of mentality here, if you can catch that boys, I looked at both of them and I had tears in my eyes and I said, that makes moving here worth it. Y'all, <laughs> you like that? Y'all, every single day since that story I've told my boys, they are pumped about living here. Like they're just like, I, 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 I could literally go on and on and on, but I, I like the stories that are coming out of my boys' mouths. Like, and I'm going to share with you just one, just one to wrap up this story. So yesterday, no joke, no joke. God is my witness and my husband. <laughs> No joke. My oldest comes home. He's nine. And they have a book fair at their school. And 
You know who another witness is? My parents, because my parents are visiting and they got to hear the story too. So my oldest comes home and he's like, mom, he was so excited. He's like, mom, I got to tell you something so awesome that felt so good that I did today. I said, what did you do? He's like, we had a book fair and there was this kindergartner who was super sad. Mom, he was crying because he didn't realize that it was a book fair and he didn't realize that, you know, we had a book fair one and number two, he didn't realize he didn't have any money. And there was this book that he really, really wanted, mom, like really wanted. And I said, well, it's okay. He's like, he's like, my, my son goes, it's okay, dude. Like, what kind of book do you want? And my son's like, he showed me the kind of book he wanted. And I said, I got you, fam. I was like, wait, you said fam? He's like, yeah. He's like, I got you, fam. And he's like, I paid for it, mom, with my own money. And he was so happy, mom. Like, he gave me a hug and everything. I'm like, I'm like sitting there. It's like, you know, just staring at my son. Like, tears come down my eyes. And I'm like, what, what provoked you to do that? He's like, I just want to be like that kid, mom. I just want to be like that. I'm like, I just really like lost it. And he's like, but mom, it's like easy to be that here because that's how everybody is. I'm like, unreal, unreal. And he, he comes home every day and shares stories about kids and how respectful they are and kind. And obviously there's going to be some that are losers and mean, right? Like we don't, we don't even call them mean. We just call them losers. We're like, they're losers and need Jesus. <laughs> That's what we call the meanies at school. Um, so I'm not saying it's just here, but so much has already come out of this move that has been so good. And I was telling my husband this morning, I said, man, we've taught this, like we have taught good character, but now they're catching it. Like they're catching it in the people that they're surrounded by. And I am not sharing this all this because you need to move out of California or move where you're from and move to Tennessee. But what I am telling you is that you, as my listener, you, it is so important that it's not about just what you've been taught, but about what you get caught. Because if you don't surround yourself with the right kind of people, you're catching a vibe that maybe you do not want to be. And your environment the people that you surround yourself with and who you hang around. It doesn't matter if you're in high school, middle school, elementary school. It's about who you choose to be around, who you choose to listen to in your podcasts, in your books that you're choosing to read, the music that you choose to listen to, the the television that you choose to watch, the movies that you choose to watch, and your environment the family environment, the family dynamic that you're choosing to have? Is there yelling? Is there screaming at each other? Or is there like respect, right? Is there respect? And then when they go out, are you are you really involved in your kids and making sure they're making wise choices with their friends that they're choosing? And here's the thing. If they're not the kind of people that you want your child to be, they're not going to attract the kind of people that you want your kids to be around. I always tell my kids that. I'm like, if you want to be around good people, be a good person because you're going to be a magnet. So you're a magnet for whatever you are. So be who you want to be around because people are going to want to be around good people and, and good people choose to be around good people. So choose your environment wisely. And I really feel led to share all this with you for this one last point 
There are some of you right now that are on the verge of making a decision. And I've shared this in my podcast before, but I feel like there's like at least one person right now that's listening to this and you're on the edge of your seat. I can see you. I can actually like literally see you right now. You're on the edge of your seat. You're driving in your car. Actually, I see you. You're driving in your car. You're on the edge of your seat and you're listening to my podcast right now. And you've listened to this whole story and you're probably in tears. I'm guessing you're probably in tears because you know that you need to make a decision. And I don't know if it's, it's I'm feeling like it's two things. It's either one, you need to move or two, you know that you need to make a change. Like there's a switch. Like you know what you need to do, but you're just like, and you have to like rip the bandaid, you know, you just need to freaking do it, right? Do it. Don't be, be quick to make decisions. Don't procrastinate and, and don't overthink it. Overthinking leads to negativity every single time. So don't overthink it, make the decision and do it. You won't regret it, but you will regret sitting on it. You'll, you will, you will, you will regret sitting on it make the decision and do it like right now, like you're going to in this podcast and you're going to make the decision. You're going to make the phone call that you need to make. You're, you're going to talk to the husband that you need to talk to or the spouse or the friend, whatever it is. And you're going to do it and you're not going to regret it. You will not regret it. So I hope that this inspires you. I hope that it encourages you to get around good people and be a good person and make sure that your environment is rock solid and that your kids are hanging around rock solid environment because it's going to get infused into them. It's not just what it's taught. It's what is caught.